0: As we continue our celebration of the Lord's Day in this Lenten season, may it be that, that this Lenten season will not pass without affecting our lives. Not just part of being as tradition, as part of the, of the church calendar or part of the year that there's always Lent, there's always Holy Friday, Easter, but it be. But all these exercises, all these calendars will help us to change our lives and above all, to continue to live like Jesus. Now, today, our theme is living in Christ, denying or dying to ourselves. And my topic for today is the cost of following Christ. In our reading today, Jesus talked about the criteria of following Him. Those who want to be His disciples, to be Christians, He gave this criteria to be His people of God. So it means to say that we are not just because we carry the Bible. We have our crucifix. This is part, but that's not the all. We have to live a life, a life of a disciple of Christ, follower of Christ, a life of denying ourselves and really putting him first. Today, as we read the Bible, our text for today, this is talking about his death, the suffering that he would uh, experience the, to the leaders of Israel. And here he teaches his people, especially disciples, so when, he, when you read the Bible, the text that he's talking about to Israel, or the people of Israel, or to disciples, to Peter, but you're talking to you and me. There's something about when you read the Bible. We make it now personal. We're not just reading the narrative of the history of Israel, but it's the life of Jesus and the teaching of Jesus for you and me as his people. So, today we learn about the tree of Jesus, the cost of following him. It will, or we will pay a high price in following him. Not just going to church, not just praying, but the cost of his disciples, especially of denying ourselves. What is the meaning of that? So from verse 31, it will start in verse 27, when he's talking to his disciples, that he asks, who do people say about me? They say, you are Elijah. They said that you are some a saint. But the real question is What about you? What about you? Who I am to you? And Peter said You are the Christ The Messiah And then with that Verse 33 He now said The life, the mission of the Christ His mission And it said here In verse 33 33 or 31. He must be, he began to teach them the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke this openly. So as Peter said, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. Then he explained to them the mission, the plan of God for the Messiah, for him. That he must, the word must. You see, must, it means it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall be done. Must suffer things, many things. Rejection. I've been death. That is the plan. Because in his death and resurrection, you and me would have forgiveness of sins. We have salvation. And also to him, he will be glorified. That's the whole plan of God the Father for the Messiah. The Christ that Peter had said. But Peter did not understand it. That's why he said to to Jesus, then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Rebuke him that, Lord, it will not happen to you. There are many kind of, so many uh, uh, interpretation with this. But the very thing is that Peter did not understand the whole plan of God. That Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, would suffer and die. That is the plan. Maybe they don't understand it. Some people, like, um, uh, would say, "Sometimes I see it this way that this is something about disrespect to Jesus." You know, when our family members would say something which is not right or good, like somebody said, um, maybe. Maybe I will resign sign for my job. I'm planning maybe to, uh, you know, to go abroad and, or maybe somebody say, maybe I have something here, and I'm feeling something, and maybe, maybe, maybe I will not, I will not last long. Your family member says, something that we don't want to hear those things. Out of concern, out of things that don't talk that, that. Don't talk like that. You could see another way that this person sometimes, when somebody rebukes you not to talk that way, it's not about disrespect, but something that you don't have to talk that way. We cannot, we cannot accept that. And because Peter did not understand, he said it to Jesus, and then Jesus rebuked him. That get, a bit, get behind me, Satan. You don't know what you're talking about. Maybe some people give you some advice. Good friends will give you advice. Good advice. Maybe if they're concerned, maybe they love for you. But there's something that because it's God wants you to do, you have to do it. So here, Jesus said, told Peter, you don't understand the whole plan of God and with that he explained now these things why that he must die and not only he must die but you also and me would die to ourselves now this is not the explanation now then he called the people to himself with his disciples also he teach them which like Peter maybe they didn't understand the whole plan of God not only for him, but to you and me. Then he had called his disciples also, and he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. He gave now the dividing line of who really to be the true disciples and true followers. You see, who come after me, that's another meaning of who follows me. So those who follow Jesus, the other meaning of follower is disciple. Disciples are followers, they're apprentice, they're learner. So those who want to follow me and that is you and me who profess to be Christians, adherence to the teaching of Christ. That's why we're called Christians. You and me are disciples of God. You and me are followers of God. But that's not on end that way. Or the simple it is. Because we've been baptized. Yes, that is part. The entrance to his kingdom. But it's more than that. If you want to be followers, you want to be Christian, you want to be my, my disciples, my followers, then you have... First, the criteria is to deny ourselves. To deny ourselves. What's the meaning of deny ourselves? It means to deny our self-interest, our self-ambition, or desire or plans in exchange of following him. Deny our own self. Not, not something that uh, you, you forget yourself. But something about our plan, our purpose, our whole being. That you have to deny it. Or in a very short term to understand. Willing to put him first rather than ours. That's simple to understand about denying ourselves. Willing to obey God first rather than ours. That is denying ourselves. Our own plan, our own way, our own ambition. So that's the thing. You want to be a follower of Christ? Then put him first. As simple as that. If not, then we're not truly, still, really true disciples of God. That is one of the first cost of discipleship, the cost of following Christ. We have to deny ourselves. It means to say we have to put Him first, not our own way, not our own plan, not our own interest, not ambition, but His plan. That's why it means to say that you want to be followers, disciples of Christ, to be true, Christians, then you're willing to pay the price. Salvation is free. Yes, salvation is free. But to be a disciple, it would cost us something. If we need to follow him. Not just going every Sunday. Not going because of am praying. But more than that, you learn to deny yourself. Truly, He is the Lord of our lives, not us. In connection with this, to deny, you could see another way, word like this, like synonymous, is surrender. Because to deny ourselves is like giving up ourselves for the exchange of something bigger or to following others. Surrender is surrendering, our are willing to submit the will of others. Like, we, are, we surrender. What do you want us to do? Like that, we are surrendering our lives to Jesus, we're surrendering our will to him. As you say, "Not my will but your will to God." In other words, just deny yourself or die daily. It is our daily, daily, daily. Because why? Because we are all born to be selfish. We are born to lead or something that uh, we want to be a master of, of our own. We are born not to submit, you know that and I know that. The poor people, the rich people, or anybody else, we have that inclination of mind, we don't want to submit. We want to do our own thing. Because that's a sinful nature in us. We are born selfish. We are born rebellious. That is, the spirit is still inside of us. That's why we have to live day by day to die to that, willing to submit, willing to obey to God. Then carry your cross. What's carry your cross? It is identification with the suffering of Christ and his death. On a simple term, to live day by day like Christ. To be like him every day. In our decision, in our life, we want to follow him. We want to apply his word, his principle in our life daily. So we say the cross, today the cross, the meaning of cross of today is like a burden. The meaning is that I have my cross. Maybe yung pasaway nga cross with adlaw adla Na mga pasaway nga cross that is not the meaning. Only okay, martyr. The meaning here of dying is martyr. And I'm mean, of martyr today is that uh, martyr? Something like that, that you just. Martyr. Not that's not the meaning. Martyr. Martyr is really to die to yourself. To die for others. That is martyr. This is not also connotating that. Following Christ is like a burden. It's like a cross. No. It become a burden because you want to follow your own way and thinking also to follow Jesus. It become a burden. Because you don't want to follow Christ, you follow to want to follow your own. It become now heavy. It become now stressful in following Christ. Why? Because you want to follow your own way. You want to obey God. As it become stressful or maybe burden in obeying God? But we learn to die to ourselves, and then Lord, have Your way in me. Then there's no burden because of one direction now, one decision now to obey God. And when you obey God, this game, my grace is sufficient for you. Ang buhay ng Kristiano ay masayang tunay. Why? Because you learn to obey God now. It's the strength, the grace, and the power of God working in us. So following Christ is not a burden. So I'm not painting a picture that carrying cross every day is a burden. Obeying Christ, no. We just become a cross, a burden. Meaning, a cross may be a burden for you because you want to obey your own. Become not burden, but you want to obey God. His strength. His grace is sufficient for us. To live day by day. To follow him. And then say then, follow me. Before you could follow him, before before we could be his disciples and true Christian, we have learned to deny ourselves and care for us every day. That is his criteria. In other words, scripture said, "If you not give us or give everything, you cannot be my disciple." So that is his criteria, and did he follow up then? that. But whoever lives his life, verse thirty-five. Whoever decides to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. First of all, see the meaning. Why we have to deny ourselves. Why we have to carry our cross. Why we have to die to ourselves daily. For what reason? For me and the gospel. That is the reason. That we die every day for him. Identification with him. I have been crucified with Christ. That's one. It means to say that I was crucified with him. All my sins are ready. And I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I live with him. It means to say that I myself did die to myself, that now he's living. His ways is living now in me. His way now I'm going to follow. The simple meaning of that. Identification with Christ. So, brothers and sisters, this is the the cause of discipleship. We we want to follow Christ. This is now what he wants us to do. Whoever wants to save his life, I mean, you say, you use your life on your your own, you will lose it. You will lose your your purpose. You will lose the destiny that God has given unto us. Maybe they said, maybe you gain the whole world. What profits the whole thing? Maybe successful in the eyes of men. But the eyes of God is not. And what profits everything that we gain, everything in the world? Because what we gain in this world, we leave it behind. Our soul will face God. And that is forever. And there's no chance now. When you die, there's no chance," he said. "What prophet? What? What?" I said. "Here, when you say, uh, what will you? man give in exchange for his soul? What you could give back to God? What? What you could do so that you could change these things? No more. You when you die, when you face of God, you have all your chances, have all the opportunities, but you waste it." So living a Christian life is not just like uh, losing or profiting, but above all, it is investing. Investing a life for the kingdom of God. So this is the thing that we have to do because every day, you know, you know and I know, every day we have been challenged by this. If we obey God or not obey God. If we want to follow our own way or we'll follow the ways of God. That is every day in your own decision. In everything that we do in life, every day, you have to make a decision. Whether to obey God or not obey God, to follow Christ or yourself. And how will you do that? How can we learn to deny ourselves? And the care that cross. How can you do that? Lenten season would help us. And how we do that? That exercise of Ourselves as the beginning of blending. What, how do, we do that? First of all, giving. When learn to give to people, learn to give to others, we forget ourselves. That's one way to train ourselves to get rid of selfishness or greediness in us. Learn to give, learn to share. As long as you learn not to give, you cannot serve God because all inclination always is all yourself. Prayer. We pray to God for strength. We pray to God for more grace, more prayer, more grace. Because when we pray, grace of God works in us. More prayer, more grace. We pray to God, Lord, give me strength and learn to follow you, not myself. Fasting, a train to ourselves to deny something, muscle, something, food, nothing about Meet. Maybe that's something of traditional and physically thing that we do, but the spiritual thing is that we learn to discipline ourselves. We learn to have self control of ourselves. This exercise would help us learn to deny ourselves, learn to carry our cross, to be like Him every day. So, brothers and sisters, it reminds us once again that to live Christ like to be followers, disciples of Christ. It's not just because we carry our Bible, not because we are cross, not because we speak scriptural uh, words. That is part. But it's more than that, our lives. Our lives. Learn to deny ourselves and follow him. That is the cost of discipleship. Like Peter, he didn't understand at first. Even though I've been rebuked, the turning point for him when he denies Christ. When he deny Christ. And thus he understands now the meaning of what the Lord is saying to him. And then at that, he's also willing to die for the church and for Christ. So once again, brother, tonight, at this morning, may it help us understand the criteria of learning to deny ourselves willing to put him first it is not easy it's not easy because we train ourselves to be selfish to be commander of our own self we want to do our own thing but that's not christian life christian life is obeying christ as we always say we have been crucified in christ maybe just as uh, uh, i would say it's just uh, a slogan for us but the real meaning when we die already with Christ. So help us every day to live like Christ. Not our own way, but His way. That would remind us that Lenten season would help us. That before Lent, before Easter, there's always Lent. Before crown, there is crucifixion. That's why there's suffering and then the crown. Crucifixion, And then glory. Lent. And then Easter. So may it be this Lenten season help us. Learning to deny ourselves. Every day. I come to Easter. Something that has changed our life. For His glory. Please stand.